how do you go from I needed a porn magazine to survival? I don't get that. You're saying they wouldn't accept me for who I was. Who you were was somebody who lied. Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is Coffee with a Couple Cure podcast and the Couple Cure YouTube channel. Today we are continuing the conversation we started last time, so let's jump right in. One of the first things I was told in counseling after the last big D-Day was in turning to porn, he was trying to meet a healthy need for relationship, only he was doing it in an unhealthy way. And then the therapist said, but the lying, that's a character issue. Mm-hmm. And that really put it in a, into perspective for me. I knew Jay wanted relationship. He just didn't yet know how to get it. He didn't right. know if the work would be worth it. But the lying, that was a character issue. Yeah. Yeah, it was me taking care of me over taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And it's... Very true what you said. As adults, we can take care of ourselves without turning to these tools that we learned as children. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's it's a scary thing to let go of. It's a scary thing to think I'm going to be in relationship without some of the like primary tools I've always gone to. Yeah. So I think that's where it's helpful to have support. It's helpful to you know, work with somebody who has been down this path before because it, 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 it's so confusing to let go of everything you've known on how to make life work effectively and then think that now, well, now that I'm not using this primary tool I've always gone, gone for, I'm going to be able to navigate life in a way that I've never done before. Yeah. So it it is kind of scary and, and difficult, but it's the only way he's going to make that relationship right. Yeah. Going back to what you said about um, lying your butt off as a kid, I mean, I'm no saint. I've lied as a kid. When you said that, something flashed in my mind um, when I was, gosh, I don't know. I was a teenager, so I was in high school or junior high, probably high school, so maybe ninth or 10th grade. Uh, I didn't want to go to school because there was a relationship breakdown that I was just torn up about, and just had to stay home for, or wanted to, because I was just, I hadn't sorted it out in my head yet and couldn't face this person yet. And so what I did was I took a cup of warm water and put the thermometer in it and showed it to my dad. And he came into the bathroom and found the cup of hot water. And the look on his face, the hurt in his eyes, it broke my heart. And, you know, we were able to talk through it. He asked why I wanted to stay home, and I told him, and um, he's like, okay, you can stay home today. But from then on, it's just like, I can't. Like, I never wanted to see that look on his face again. Yeah. And then later, I developed a more personal relationship with God. And any, like, I remember this one day I was at the store and had checked out and noticed as I was walking to the to the door to leave a carton of milk, a jug of milk down below. And I thought, oh, I don't have the time for this. But I thought, circle back, you need to pay for it or it will haunt you. And that's what happens now. You know, if I know 
that I haven't been like 100% truthful, or if I know there's some kind of breakdown there, I want to make it right. And I want, because it just, it's torture otherwise. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I can think of for guys when they do this and they don't feel that torture is a seared conscience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I guess I never saw as a child or had that impact as a child that my lies hurt other people mm. because for whatever reason, you know, what I saw was me taking care of me again. Mm -hmm. And, and the impact for me was more survival than painful impact on another person. I guess for me, since we're talking, and I, maybe this will be just between me and him, and this will become a podcast later, but how do you go from, how do you make the link from, I needed a porn magazine at 14 or 15 years old to survival? That was your way of surviving. I don't get that. It was a way of getting my needs met. Having the magazine meant that me and the guy, the only guy who was my friend at the time, would be friends, then I would have a friend because mm -hmm. nobody else was my friend at the time. So the lie allowed me to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. But I've heard you say that over things like, because you had another couple of friends who wanted you to steal for them. And they said, the only way we're going to be your friends is if you steal. But you look that on that differently. Like that was, yeah, they were asking me to do something wrong. It wasn't a matter of survival. What's the difference there? Because um, I have to be honest with you. Women are going to hear this and they're going to go, what? You were trying to survive with porn? Do not put that in my husband's ear. <laughs> yeah, it. well, again, it. it's not, I, I mean, there's nothing healthy about why I made those decisions. There's nothing healthy about it. But it again, I was the first person I lied to. The deception was that the only way I could be in relationship with people was to not be myself because they wouldn't accept me that way and to do whatever I needed to do to maintain that relationship. Mm -hmm. The stealing thing, it wasn't just the stealing. That person was chaos. I, I mean, I remember just, just walking by a, a window of a new construction site and he took his slingshot and shot the window out and just kept walking like no big deal. And that's who this person was. But that's just it. You're saying they wouldn't accept me for who I was. Who you were was somebody who lied. I know. I know it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me looking back on it. But the way I stayed out of trouble, the way I got... Uh, New some shoes. kind of fun. It, it, well, maybe some kind of fun, but maybe something like shoes or something like uh, money in my pocket or whatever came from lying. Hmm. And, you know, I just, I saw it as the way to get stuff I wanted, stuff I needed, and need and want are kind of interchangeable words, I guess, in the mind of a teenager. And, you know, my parents didn't know. So it, it was effective, and that's why I continued to do it.
I just want to be clear. Jay isn't saying if you're lying about a secret sexual uh, relationship, either with porn or with another woman, or if you're even lying about uh, interest in somebody outside the relationship, that's not a need. No, you're not, not trying to survive anything. It's not like sex isn't a need. You're not going to die without it. Right. That's not what we're saying here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you're using my words to justify your actions to continue harming your spouse or your significant other, you are using them in the wrong way. That's not our intention here. My, I pushed my marriage to the brink of divorce to the point where both Lori and I were borderline suicidal, that uh, we, neither one knew if we would survive the process. Mm -hmm. And I could not look at myself in the mirror because I knew that guy was not a worthy person. So again, if you're using my words to justify your actions, you would use anything to justify your actions because that's not at all where I'm coming from. One thing I do want to say is if you found found yourself in this place, we put together a video series mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. to help called The Basics of Rebuilding Trust. Please check out the video series. It's a about two hours of Lori and I talking on how do you go about rebuilding trust after it's been broken. Mm-hmm. Where you can find that is you can go to thecouplecure.com and it should be right there on the front page. Yes, I'd like to apologize to you if, uh, for calling you on the carpet. No, it's um, fine. I, I guess I, I, I know how a betrayed person would hear that. Yeah. So I wanted just to clear that up. Right. And I know my lies caused damage. And, and I do tell my guys this. We are no longer in survival mode. Mm-hmm. We're adults now. Mm-hmm. We can take care of ourselves. We can manage relationship without these tools you can ask for what you need you can go to a therapist if if the relationship's not working out for you right yeah there's there's hundreds of ways to do this without lying the lie is just convenient it's a way to cover our butts it's a way to keep doing what we want to do without talking about it without Mm -hmm. having to face the fact that maybe we are not the person we wanted to be a question's coming to mind. What would you do differently? Um, I think I would have let you know how afraid I was that I wasn't enough mm. and that I didn't have that much to offer. Um, but, I, you know, it would have, I would have had to stop lying to myself and and that was... That was really scary. Mm. Uh, When you say lying to yourself, um, I had dated a sober alcoholic who was all into the anonymous meetings and the 12 steps and was doing them some good. And one of the things they talked about was a self-deception, was the the, the lying to ourselves. That was something they talked about in depth in his group. And I think that's why a lot of his guys, uh, a lot of the people in that group actually got some traction in their sobriety. And it reminds me of something 
I heard a pastor say, one of my favorite ever pastors, he said, if you're deceived by the enemy, deceived by somebody else, that's one thing. But if you're self-deceived, that is dangerous. Like that's where your life can really come off the rails. Because you're unaware. I mean, self-deception by its nature means you, got you don't massive blind spots. Yeah, you don't know you don't know what's going on, and that's where, again, in in the basics of rebuilding trust, we talk about blind spots because it's so important to have someone help you with those areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Everybody, thank you for joining us on this. It's been a fairly sober topic, but I think it's one that... It needs to be talked about because yeah. it's so stinking common, at least in what we see. Right. And if you find yourself in this place, it's time to time to get some help, some outside help, because that little part of you that knows the truth is only going to surface for a minute. And at that point, you need to find some help. Yeah. The window of opportunity is very slim when it comes to changing changing around these kind of things in your life. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.